The props were old and rotten. Mary Swain shivered, imagining the whole weight of Ling Hill pressing down on them. She was always nervous when they played in the mine, but she kept it from the others. If you're in a gang, you do what the gang does. If you don't, you're out. There was light ahead. The four children walked towards it up the shallow slope. Each step she took made Mary feel better. Caving sounds exciting when people talk about it, but it's not much fun when you're actually underground. I bet a war's like that as well, she thought. Thrilling to talk about, horrid if you're in it. It seemed war was coming. People talked about nothing else lately. This was the last weekend of the summer holidays. The gang ought to be dreading the start of school the day after tomorrow, but they weren't. There was a feeling in the air, a sense of something coming that would sweep away routine in favour of the unexpected. People wore solemn expressions discussing the probability of war, but underneath they were excited, you could tell. "'All I hope,' said Tom as the gang emerged into sunlight, "'is that if there's a war it lasts till I'm old enough.' Rotten luck if it's over in a year or so. Tom was Mary's twin. They looked alike, but weren't. For one thing, Tom seemed quite happy in the old mine. Mary was fond of her brother, but she envied him that. She wished he wasn't so keen on this war everybody seemed so excited about. She looked at him. You're twelve, she said. If it started today, it'd have to last at least six years for you to get into it, and it won't. Why shouldn't it? Tom demanded. There was a hundred years war once. We done it in history. A hundred years? Dill laughed. Soldiers must have been doddering by the time that was over, isn't it? Gary shook his head. Don't want no part of it myself, anyhow. My granddad was in the trenches in the Great War, see? And you know what he got? A permanent limp and a night watchman's job at the boring old museum. Nothing glorious about war, he tells me, when I asked him what he was like. Nothing but mud and lice and losing your mates. No, he shook his head again. You can keep it for me. Yes, but you'd do your bit if it came to it, insisted Tom. I know you would. Gary shrugged. No more than I do then. He grinned. I'd go live in the mine. They'd never find me there. Yeah, said Dill. You could dig for gold, like your ancestors did. I wouldn't find any, he growled. Only gold in gold vaults in the museum. My great-grandad worked like a slave for twenty years and ran half a cupful, or so my granddad says. Listen, he looked at his three friends. If anybody asks, we've been messing about on the hill. Don't mention the mine, or they'll never let us out of their sight again. At the foot of the hill, the footpath forked and the gang split up. It was twenty minutes to four on Saturday, the 2nd of September, 1939. It was the last day of peace though nobody knew that then.